Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Judy Moody declares independence, chapter 10. I'm starting to get, um, pimps. You're starting to get pimples? Oh my goodness. Well, I would go wash your face right now then. All right, chapter 10, the the declaration of un-independence. On the bus ride home, Rocky told Judy how much he liked her book report. When I first saw that you were looking like a pilgrim, I was sure that it was going to be boring. But it was way not boring. Thanks, said Judy. I hope I get a way, a way good grade and it shows my mom and dad how grown up and responsible I am. Just think, said Rocky. I know. How super scary it must have been when Sybil rode through the woods by herself and it was dark and robbers were all around. But she had to stop the British from burning down the whole town. Um, The whole town of... Dansbury, yeah, but she got. But if she got caught, the bad guys might think she was a spy. Rocky said. Judy and Rocky talked about Sybil all the way home. When they got off the bus, Judy started walking and then said, "Oops, I almost forgot. I rode my bike to the bus stop today." Okay, see ya," said Rocky as he loped off towards his horse. Judy unlocked her bike. Behind her, the doors of the bus hissed and closed, and the brakes squealed as it pulled away from the curb. Wait, something was not right. Stink? Stink! Stink did not get off the bus. Stink had never gotten off the bus before. Judy could not think. She was sure she'd seen him on the bus. Should she yell for help, race home and get mom? Hey, Judy Judy yelled, Mr. Bus Driver, hey, she shouted. The bus was already driving off down the street. WWBFD, what would Frank Ben Franklin do? Go to bed early, save a penny. Judy Judy did not have sugar packets. Sayings could help her now. Oh, did not think her sugar packet saying could help her now. There was only one thing to do, chase the bus. Mom would worry if she didn't come right home, but there was no time to go tell her. Not when her brother was being kidnapped by a runaway bus. She, Judy Moody, had to get her brother back. No matter how stinky he was, he was still her brother. Judy hitched up her pilgrim skirt and hopped on her bike. I wonder if, like, his her mom picked him up early if he had, like, a dentist appointment or something like that. Mm-hmm. She pedaled hard. She did? Yeah. Oh, okay. She said... But she, I think she was saying, did I see him on the bus, right? Um, she pedaled hard. She pedaled fast. She rode like the wind. She rode like Sybil on a star. star remember, star's her horse. Yes. She chased that bus down the street and around the corner and up the hill and down the hill. Cars whizzed by. Whoosh. Dirt flew in her face. She swerved and missed a big hole in the road. What if she fell off her bike and broke her head? Judy kept riding. She tooted her horn and she yelled, Hey, Mr. Bus, my brother's on there. Give me back my brother. The bus kept going. A dog barked at her. What if a big meanie dog got loose and chased her? What if she got bitten by a wild dog? 
a wild dog with rabies. Judy pedaled faster. The wind flapped her skirt and whipped her 13 curls every which way. A big green garbage truck screamed by way too close. Judy's wheels wobbled. Her handlebars shook. The truck honked at her, womp, womp, in a deep foghorn. Her heart pounded. What if she got run over by a PU garbage truck? She rode her bike all the way to Bacon Avenue. Traffic, cars, trucks, red lights. Then she saw it, the bus. The school bus, bright as a big cheese in the middle of the road. It had crossed the intersection and it was heading up the hill on the other side of 3rd Street. Oh my gosh, that's funny. She is like going after it. <laughs> Mom and dad would freak if they crossed this busy if she crossed this busy street in the middle of traffic by herself, but they might freak freak more if she came home late without stink. WWSLD. What would Sybil Luddington do? Sybil would think for herself, be independent, be brave. Judy hopped off and wheeled her bike across the street. She waited for the big red hand on the signal to change. To change, Big, bright, walking man. Hurry up! Judy yelled at the light. The bus is getting away. Finally, the light changed. She looked both ways and took a deep breath and crossed her, the street safely. Judy hopped back on her bike and zoomed up the hill. Puff, puff, puff. Judy huffed and puffed until she caught up with the bus. What, Peyton? Oh, I, I know. I I don't think he is. Stink, she shouted, shouted, biking along the sidewalk, right alongside the bus. The bus driver looked over. Judy pointed to the back of the bus. My brother! At last, the bus stopped to let some kids off. The door rattled open. My brother, puff, puff, is puff, puff. Stink was already rushing up to the front of the bus. I fell asleep, he told Judy, and then I woke up and you were gone and I didn't know where I was. I was so scared. It's okay, Judy said. I chased you and found you, and now you're safe. Stink clutched to her shirtless sleeve and wouldn't let go. Thank you, said the bus driver. Thanks for stopping. Come on, Stinker, let's go home. When Judy got home over an hour late, Mom was mad with a capital M. I thought I asked you to come straight home after school, said Mom. You scared me half to death. She said she was scared and worried sick, but she didn't look sick. She just looked M-A-D. She did not even give Judy a chance to explain. You know better than this. Go to your room now. Wow. Stink should go to his room, too. He's the one who fell asleep. And Mom's lip turned to a thin white line. I don't want to hear it, said Mom. She pointed upstairs. Judy slunked to her room, crawled into bed. I would be freaked out. I'd be scared. Would you be mad, though? No, I'd say, where have you been? And I would let you tell me. And got under the baby quilt. She, Judy Moody, friend of Sybil history, in history, was in trouble again. Trouble with a capital T. Worse than the Boston tub party. Grown-ups. They sure acted like they wanted you to be all independent. But as soon as you were, they went and changed their minds. Independence. Ha! All it did was get her in trouble. Maybe if Judy declared unindependence, everything would go back to the way it was. At least she wouldn't have to clean up so much and get run over by a PU garbage truck while chasing a runaway bus. Judy tried to do her homework, but all the spelling words looked like scrambled eggs. She tried chewing her gum for her ABC collection, but all it did was stick to her, stick to her teeth.
She tried starting a scrapbook of her trip to Boston, but even the Declaration of Independence looks sad. To cheer herself up, Judy wrote a postcard to Tori. Tori, thanks for the tea and sugar packets. I had a tea party and got in big trouble. I chased my brother. I I chased the school bus to get my brother and got in even bigger trouble. I have a question. How do you stay out of trouble? How do you get get how do you do all of that grown-up stuff? Hurry up and write back. I'm going barmy, your new pen pal from America, Judy Moody. Aww. Judy tiptoed to the top of the stairs to see if she could hear anything. Mom was talking to Stink, traitor. He was probably blaming the whole thing on her, red coat. Judy climbed back up to her top bunk. Here, Mouse, called Judy. At least her cat wasn't mad at her. At least her cat was not a traitor. Mouse hid under the bottom bunk. Here, Mousy Mousy. Mouse did not even budge. Even her cat was declaring independence. Judy's whole room was in a mood. For sure, an absolute positive. After a hundred years, Stink rattled the doorknob. Open up! Go away, Stink, Judy told him. Open up, honey. That did not sound like Stink. That sounded like Mom. Nice, Mom. Not will you ever learn, Mom. We just want to talk to you, Judy. That sounded like dad. Kind dad. Not you're in big trouble, dad. Am I in big trouble, Judy asked, because if I am, I declare unindependence, and I promise I will not make my better, do my homework, be nice to stink, and I will definitely not rescue him anymore, ever. Judy, open the door so we can talk about this, said dad. Judy opened the door, and mom rushed in to hug her. Dad ruffled Judy's hair and kissed her on the top of her head. Stink told us what happened, said dad. That was very a very brave thing that you did. It was? I'm sorry, honey, said mom. It gave me quite a scare when you didn't when you didn't come right home, so I didn't even stop to listen. You had a hard choice to make, and you really used some good independent thinking. I did? You sure did, said Dad. I was scared too, said Judy. I thought a big meanie dog might bite me, or a garbage truck might run me over, or I'd fall and break my head or something. I just kept thinking about Sybil Luddington and how she was scared too. I'm very proud of you, Sybil, Dad said. I mean Judy. Proud enough to give me more allowance and stuff? Dad and I will talk things over, said Mom. Maybe if you are ready for a little more independence. Or maybe you are ready for a little more independence. She, Judy Moody, Moodington, was not in big or little tea trouble. And she just showed independent, she showed independent thinking just like Sybil Luddington. Star Spangled Bananas.